0: Going Greyhounds, for your daily update of the latest news and tips.
1: Hello and good morning. Welcome to another week of Going Greyhounds. We saw some terrific racing on the weekend for semi semi-finals of the Stockman Paddock Country Classic at Dubbo. We also saw some terrific heats of the Maitland Gold Cup last night. And of course, the... Uh, the uh, the performance of French Martini at the Gardens on uh, Friday was outstanding as well. We'll run through uh, a few of the more impressive winners of the, the heats of the the Maitland Cup and the, the Dubbo Country Classic here today. Our first guest will be Mick Hardman, who prepares Chase Me Honey.
2: Getting the best of the
1: start was Chase Me Honey, getting to second Coast Model, and they're zipping Curios getting to third. They're being followed through by Nimble Lulu, back in the pack, Street crying at the tail of the field was 100 degrees. Down the back, leader still chase me, honey. Gets into the back straight with
2: a nice lead of three lengths. Getting to second now was Zipping Kyrgios. And he is out after the leader, Coast Model, back into third. And forget about the rest headed by Nimble Lulu
1: on the swing. Chase me, honey, the leader. Back to the inside, Zipping Kyrgios. Chase me, honey, though. Chase me, honey. Chase me, honey, in by a neck. Second, Zipping Kyrgios. They were followed over the line by Coast Model. There we have. And Chase Me Honey winning her her semi final of the Dubbo Country Classic last Saturday night. We're joined now by her trainer, Mick Hardman. Good morning to you, Mick.
2: Good Matt. How are you?
1: Yeah, I'm not too bad. She was excellent uh, in her semi final the other night, wasn't she?
2: Yeah, like I said to you on Thursday night, I've um, just kept her at home for the last four days and she was going to it fairly fresh, so um, I was hoping to get to the front and, and lead and hang on.
1: And when, when she bounded to the front and zipping Kyrgios got to, to where he did, sort of coming off the back straight, was there any concern that he might be able to run her down or were you always confident that she'd still be strong to the finish?
2: Oh, look, I think the track's a little bit biased to leaders there at Dubbo. Um, I was really watching him and I think he sort of made a mistake at the first turn over there. He, he switched to the outside of the dog and my bitch got away and that was probably just enough.
1: Yeah, for sure. He, he was probably just about to make his run. and He's done that in both his 600 starts now. He's he's at, at that point of the race where he, he accelerates as coming at, at that turn out of the straight, and he just hasn't been able to quite get around it. So from that inside draw, he, uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out on Saturday night. Now, you obviously are down near Goulburn. It's it's quite a long drive from, from there to Dubbo. How did, one, she handle the, the trip there on Saturday and how do you think she'll be able to handle the trip on the quick backup again this week? Well,
2: we um, we left Dubbo at midnight and we got home at 5.30 in the morning. Um, I stopped at um, Orange and uh, Young to, to take to the toilet and both times she hopped out of the van, she was, she was um, bouncing around. So she pulled up fantastic and the traveling will won't worry because she just goes to the van and goes to sleep.
1: Yeah, very good. Well, that, that, I suppose, makes things a lot easier when, that, when they travel well. Now, the uh, the final, of course, is Saturday night. It's a hot race. You have drawn out. What did you make of the box draw when it came out the other night? Pleased or a, a little bit disappointed?
2: Um, well, I, was, I think I was around about young when Camo Halen sent me a message and I nearly crashed because um, <laughs> I was gutted. So I think... Um, I was hoping for an inside draw like everybody else because it looks like it favours inside draw there. So anyway, it is what it is, and we'll just go there and, and have a good throw at the stumps, I suppose.
1: I guess the, the one positive is she did jump very cleanly the other night, so I, I assume that's just what you're hoping for. She can do that again and and be able to get across and, and give them something to chase.
2: Yeah, it's up to her. She's got an know to start. There's, there's no doubt about it. Yeah,
1: and the plan with her this week, pretty much just to keep her on the fresh side and, and hopefully that's enough.
2: Um, she went in the big paddock on Monday. She, I actually took the smaller 400 up the straight um, and she'll just be in the paddock for the rest of the week now.
1: Yeah, very good. Well, good luck on Saturday night, Mick. I'm sure with the form that she's been in, obviously placed at Group 1 level in the pause of Thunder a couple of months ago. If she can get luck at the, the first corner, particularly from out there wide, she'll be right in the race. So the best of luck to you.
2: Thanks, Money. Have a good
1: day. Will do, you too. There's Mick Hardman who prepares Chase Me Honey who will contest the world's richest middle distance race at Dubbo this Saturday night, the Stockman and Paddock Country Classic Final. Now we chat the gardens, the Robert Smith Memorial and this outstanding young pup French martini who made it two out of two for Peter Lugosianni.
2: Boxing nicely was Sunnyside. Boy showing good zip from out wide on the track was French Martini. Got across the face of the field and led by a length and a half in five seconds even. Vamoose got through into second and then came Call Me Rooster. Up outside them going forward was Sunnyside. Boy along too with Embrace making some ground from back in the field. And then came in behind them zipping. Shazzy getting caught up there with Tickle Me Elsie on the side. And have a look at this. Opened him up here. French Martini, the Million Dollar Man. Pete Lagoziani to the floor. Too good. French French Martini bolts in, Embrace will grab second, and then came Vermoose. Back on the inside was Call Me Rooster, Zipping Shazzy. Wider out was Tickle Me Elsie, and then came in behind them Nangar Pepper, and Sunnyside Boy was the last one in 1953. The Gallop.
1: That was the win of French Martini at the Gardens on uh, Friday night, and it was the Robert Smith Memorial, and where she made it two out of two. This is a a very, very promising young, young pup. I'm sure we'll be seeing her in town not before long. And and she's very, very smart. Her first start, she almost broke the track record at the Gardens, which has been held for a couple of years by a golden Easter egg winner. She was only about a, a length outside of that record. But I think her win the other night was, was probably... Uh, probably even better just the, the, the way the race panned out. She almost came down at the first turn. She got a lot of interference for, from her inside. But she was able to ride that interference, get balanced up very quickly, and then she exploded away and, and won again in fast time. She's very, very smart. And I know Peter Legotiati said before her first start that he thought that she was one of the fastest greyhounds he had prepared. So uh, He's had $2 million chase winners, so that's a big wrap. Uh, and I believe Pete's online now. Good morning to you, Pete.
3: Hey, mate. How are you, mate?
1: Yeah, I'm not too bad. I was just saying that she started off her career in, in fantastic fashion. She was very fast at her, her debut win, and then the other night I I would say her win was probably better just for the sheer fact she almost got brought down at the first corner, but then once she got balanced and that explosion of speed down the back was, was something to behold, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, you're not wrong there. Look, I think everybody had their heart in their mouth at the first turn there at the Gardens. Um, you know, especially coming from a really need to nail the start and, and, and be out front, you know. And she, she did nail the start, and, and just the dogs, you know, her brother, she, who's got a good turn of foot also, and, and I believe the five dogs, Sue Smith's dog has also got a good turn of foot, you know, just sort of matched it with her, you know, at the first turn. But, you know, to her credit, you know, she showed a chasing ability. Um, I, I think that's what got, got her through that first. Is a is one of the hardest chases I've trained. I can tell you that right now and uh and uh to get turned sideways like that man pick herself up and, and continue, you know, down the back straight and and open them up, you know, when when you when you got a dog like this and you think, oh well, yeah, you know, she just fell in and she won, it was a courageous win, but the way she picked herself up at the first turn there and then and then streeted them um and, and you know and, and won that race running away, look it was only a maiden class. You, you know, We could say, you know, it was Probably one of the hottest not one of the hottest maiden fields that, that were ever assembled, but um, I mean just the way she won, she showed the fire already, and uh Yeah, look she looks pretty special.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's one of those things when a, when a, especially a young pup like her, when they get cannon into and sort of knock the stuffing out at the first corner, you can see them just not put in after that, but she was the complete opposite. And, yeah, like I said, once she got balanced, that, that turn of speed down the back straight was was special. And, and you know, I think you're in for a lot of fun with her. Now, the important thing, how did she come through the run there on Friday night?
3: Yeah, look, she's she, you know, they're both OK, you know. Uh, obviously, you know, we look at her <laughs> a little bit more <laughs> yeah. these days. But, um, no, look, she's pulled up OK. She wants to go. She's just a goer. There's a few little sore spots that we've picked up, and uh, you know we'll, we'll we'll ride the wave and and, and get her through them, and uh, and you know onwards and upwards from here. You know we you know placing is, is the big thing now. Where, where do you go with such a young dog, and you don't want to burn him out too too soon, and and you don't want to outgrade um, to him too soon, also. So um, you know, look with 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 the, with the speed she possesses, she's, she's got a both ends match. She's got you know turn a foot and, and and a finishing burst. So when you got a dog like that, you, you actually got to go and, and and chase the big ones. So, so um, we'll see what 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 Park brings in the next month. All the big races are there, so there's a one for young dogs, and uh, let's see if she. We've put her around North Park a couple of times, and you know she's handled that track pretty well, and a uh, few fast trials there. So, it's like we're headed that way too.
1: Yeah, I guess that's the 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 tricky position you're in. You've you've got a greyhound with this. This freakish talent, it seems, but she is still quite young, and and the the races that are that are coming up on the horizon. i probably you're probably hoping or you're probably wishing there are another two or three months away to give her a little bit more experience. So it it makes it a, a very tif- difficult little scenario, I suppose, to to try and, to weave your way through. But I'm sure whatever way you decide, you'll be uh, you'll make the right call. Now you said she's one of the most ferocious chasers you've had. Has she always been like that way since since she was young, or is it something yeah. that's sort of developed over time?
3: Well, um, I can recall when Adam Brant, the owner, uh, he, he bought him from Mick Jones up at Nabiak, and uh, he Adam also owns uh, Lockmaster, who's, who's a Fernando Bar. She's my chickie. So these guys, Aston BB, she's my chickie. Um, when, when you know, he said, "Look, she's special." You know, he, I think Adam, Adam pointed that out immediately when, when he dropped them off. And, and I said, oh, mate, look, you know, he, he rang me up when I was 14 months old. He says, they're ready to come to you. I said, oh, mate, they're too young. I said, turn him out. He says, no, no, no. He goes, I've got a special one in there. you got to take them now. So we brought them home. We turned them out for him. And, um, from day dot, when, when, she, when she turned up, when she arrived, you could see she had that sparkle in her eye, you know. She had the, 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 you know, the ears pricked. And and we just thought, yeah, you know, on, on looks she had it. You know, we just wanted to know if, you could run, Johnny Martin broke him in up the coast, and um, and he said, "Look, she goes all right," and um, and yeah, look, mate, as soon as we put her up the straight up our straight, we saw how hard she came up with it. Okay, and then, <laughs> mate, the clock doesn't lie. You put them, you, you know, you put them on the track, and and you see what time they run. And every time she's just getting better and better and better. And you thought, wow, you know, I I, I did mention it once. She's the, the female version of Beast Unleashed. She's the best I've ever trained, and and. Uh, He's the most gracious chase I've ever trained, without doubt. Um, so um, she's up there with him.
1: Yeah, well, that's a very big wrap in itself. Sunny Side Boy came through, came through the race okay as well.
3: Yeah, look, just pull up a little bit still on the shoulder, but he's fine. Just a few bumps and bruises from first grade. You know, I think he got a he got a call up on, on, on Friday night, welcome to first grade, and uh, he's just a young pup. He's learning. He's, he's still very green. That was his first 500 when he came out and ran 29 so he was he was also impressive and you know, he's got a lot to learn you know he she's a little bit more advanced than what he is she's she's come through the grades or through that race uh, you know and 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 pre-training a lot better than what he has and we've got another pup here too who's who's just as good we believe um the brother to him and um hopefully we'll be seeing him in the near future
1: Yeah I was about to ask you his name Breakwall is he headed to <laughs> We can't hide much from you guys. <laughs> no, I'm just reading an article on the on the dog's website, so don't blame me, blame them. <laughs> Will he head to, is he far off racing, and if so, have you got any races picked out for him?
3: Yeah, look, he's a couple of months away. We've got a few setbacks with him. Um, he's a big, awkward dog, and he, he loves to chase, he loves to run. So we're just giving him plenty of time. I explained to Adam that, look, he, he might take a little bit longer than the rest of them, and and um, look, it's, it's nice to have owners like that. But that just say, mate, do whatever you want. And um, and we are, and yeah. But when, when I think when he hits the track, we'll not, we'll hear about him too.
1: Yeah, very good. Well, it sounds like a very exciting time for you, Pete. And I'm sure we'll be seeing you in town with with all three of all three of those greyhounds uh, in the not too distant future. Good luck uh, for the future, and I'm sure we'll be chatting again soon.
3: Uh, thanks, guys. Much
1: appreciated. There we have Pete Lagojiani, the trainer of Friday night's Robert Smith Memorial winner, French Martini. Now to have a chat about the Maitland Cup heats. She Savage winning last night's heat, trained by Jess Savage racing she's savage began nicely as did black flipper and hold me up wider on the track was zipping eve
2: uh wide then bugatti angel mickey do back along the inside and dulciera at the tail she's
1: savage led down the side by three solder squeeze into a clear second they jam up behind that pair getting a run through was hold me up to go to third further back mickey do around the bend though she's savage in front holding solder squeeze and she's savage She's Savage the Soul to Squeeze. Third either Hold Me Up or Mickey Do who rattled home. And then came Black Flipper. Further back was Zipping Eve, never in contention. There we had She Savage winning her heat of the Maitland Cup last night. We're joined by her trainer now, Jess Savage. Good morning to you, Jess.
4: Good morning.
1: You must have been very pleased with her performance last night. She was excellent going all the way.
4: Yeah, yeah, I was.
1: Yeah, she... she jumped sweetly straight to the lead and she gave them no chance to run her down at any stage did she?
4: No not at all um, and as I said last night she was um, she was actually a little bit underdone with the wet weather up here haven't been able to free gallop her at all or anything it's just been walking machine and um, small empty yard or any at, at all and and that's all I've been able to do with her so no free galloping or anything I took her down to Maitland and gave her a trial on Wednesday. But um, that's all I've been able to do with her, really.
1: Yeah, well, that's, that's that's quite exciting then, I suppose. For, for next week, you would expect her to be able to improve a little bit off that.
4: Um, I'd hope so. But um, just as we were putting her in the trail, just before we went to put her in the trailer to come down, we had a um, another massive downpour up here with um, flash flooding again. <laughs> oh, um, so all the yards up here are all absolutely drenched again. Um, just after they were just starting to dry out, so, um, won't be able to run a much again, so it'll be just back to a walking machine and, and small empty yard again.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, our thoughts are with you, and hopefully there's, there's no more rain and you can get some dry weather for, for a change and, and be able to get out of all this, all this wetness, I suppose, that has engulfed your area up there, um, on that mid north coast. Now you've come up with a, a, a an ordinary draw, to say the least, in the the final. What were your initial thoughts when when you saw the box draw?
4: Oh, I mean, it was my my own issue. We, uh, I picked it myself, so. <laughs> you can't blame I had seven, seven boxes to pick from, and uh, drew box five. Um, but uh, it is what it is. She's there, so we can only put the work into her and 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 do the best we can.
1: Um, yeah, I, su- I suppose the one positive is she does possess good early speed so you'd like to think it. she can she can overcome that with her early pace.
4: That's it. And I mean the thing is is that all the dogs that are there now, majority of them have the early pace. And that's that's the worrying thing. <laughs> um, but look, she can get out of the boxes and she can muster that early speed to the first turn. As long as she does that, then then she should be okay. Um, if she gets there and gets that clean run to the first turn, then then it'll be hard to run her down. Um, she's starting to perform and, and run home as well. And she she's two from two at Maitland now. Um, she seems to like it there. So...
1: Yeah, well, that's that's one positive. If if you if you like a track and you've got a good record there, it can hold you in good stead. Well, I'm sure she'll run well next Monday night in the final, Jess, and the best of luck to you.
4: Thank you very much.
1: There's Jess Savage who prepares she Savage in the to the Maitland Cup final next uh, Monday night. We're joined now by Steve Noice, uh, who has resigned from his position as the general manager of the New South Wales. GBOTA. Good morning to you, Steve.
0: Good morning. Interesting introduction.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, well, firstly...
0: It is what it is, so, uh, it, yeah, no, I'll be here for a couple of months when I get through the uh, glorious golden Easter egg and the TAB million-dollar chase, and we've got some elections, and so plenty to do, plenty to do.
1: That, that's what I was going to say. You've announced that you 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 are resigning from the GBOTA, but obviously not for... A couple of months,
0: what? A couple of months, yeah. No, there's, there's, uh, as I say, it's a really exciting time of the year for the industry and the, and the New South Wales GBATA. And, you know, sometimes you need to put your hand up so that people know the journey you're on. But, you know, the day after I resigned, I was here at 6.30 in the morning doing some work. So it, uh, that won't stop. And, uh, you know, I think you know, like I know at the moment, the product is on fire. You know, I've worked in footy clubs that have lost five or six in a row, and you stand up and say, We're well, just about to peak, and all this sort of crap. Where at the moment, the product's on fire. It was interesting listening to you talk about Jess, you know, the East Maitland Bowling Club, Maitland Cup, you know, fantastic heats last night. Down tomorrow last week, Sunday week back, you know, fantastic heats. People come off Victoria. So, product's really good, and I just think the next two or three months is going to be electric, and uh, as we say with the uh, Golden Easter egg, glorious for the industry.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's going to be a big couple of months, and I guess with you making this announcement already and, and having the, the next couple of months where people know that, I guess it can make it a, a little bit easier to for you and that you can enjoy this two months knowing that on the other side that you're going to be moving on and, and you can enjoy the participants, enjoy the racing and, and just... Yeah, like you said, enjoy what's going to be an outstanding two months of Greyhound racing in New South Wales. I think,
0: mate, in this industry, it saves all the rumours and gossip and innuendo. That's not, you know, not my favourite cup of tea. All that sort of stuff. So you, you tell people. People know. You know, some people uh, are sad. Some people are happy. That's what happens in life. But uh, you know, we, uh, yeah, I'm pleased we've done some really good things. It's an amazing team of. Uh, Staff that uh, that I've got here at um, the GBATA, so really proud of them and uh, wanted them to know. But uh, yeah, it's not about me. The main focus is this uh, egg and putting on special events like the, the Paul Willis celebration um, in honour, obviously of Paul, is important. And um, you know, it allows another opportunity on your grand final night. I'm a big like next week at at Maitland. That's their grand final night, so I expect all those people to. You know, in our staff in Maitland to have the place looking schmick and, you know, all the participants get up there. It's worth 40 grand to the winner, so it's worth doing. And then, you know, we pump races like the New Sensation up to 40,000 prize money this year to, you know, the triangle, as I always talk about in footy, the under sixes team, the most important because eventually they get through to NRL. So, you know, we've got the magic bait and then the fifth grade and fourth grade. And we've created another night as part of the carnival um, to allow. You know, it's administrators like me—not that I do it—but shouldn't be. Um, we shouldn't be knocking nominations back. We should be providing opportunity for everyone to go from maiden to fifth to fourth to third to up to the top. And so, I'm really excited about the additional night we've put on on the first of April. And um, you know, and the egg—the egg, um, egg is—you know, history says it's a fantastic event. And even having that straw this year um, for, for the Paul Wheeler celebration, where someone can win a straw to Fernando that. Winning owners can win a straw to Fernando Bale. You know, again, Fernando Bale is obviously synonymous with the Golden Easter Egg, so all that ties in tight. So, yeah, bloody exciting times, mate.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The Egg is certainly a, a champion's race. I just wanted to ask you, what's been, do you think, the greatest achievement that you've made since you took over at the GBOTA?
0: Um, I think empowering all the staff. Um, we've got some amazing staff and, you know, empowering them, you know, acknowledging their dedication and commitment, you know, they're out there all the time. And, you know, we've seen, seen, you know, the last two odd years, you know, we've had pandemics and droughts and floods and bushfires, but we've just kept racing and always trying to do the best we can for participants. And so, you know, that's probably it, mate. So,
1: Yeah, very good. I'm sure I can speak for all Greyhound Racing and racing fans in general and, and, and thanking you for the job you've done. You've certainly done a terrific job. And And all the best going forward. Yeah,
0: thank you, mate. Appreciate that. And uh, there's a a bit to go yet, so that's the exciting thing.
1: Yeah, beautiful. And we'll catch up at some point over the next couple of months, eh?
0: Look forward to it. Thanks for your
1: support. No worries. There we have Steve Noyce, who announced he's going to be moving on as General Manager of the New South Wales GBOTA at the conclusion of the Easter Egg and Million Dollar Chase Carnival.